welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast, where we discuss an eclectic range of topics, including business, design, Texas culture, and everything in between. We're two teachers that turned a side hustle into a nationally known apparel brand, and now we work with some of the biggest names in Texas. We strive to never stop exploring and continue to draw inspiration from our adventures. So drift and explore or raise a glass. We're always ready to hang out and talk about the things that we love. So come roll with us as we drift and explore. Hey, hey, welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast. I am Brian Wysong, co-founder and CEO of Tumbleweed Textiles. And today we are sitting in the infamous, amazing Maker's Gym. Uh, that's where we always record our podcasts, and I'm excited to share that we have the owner, the brains behind Maker's Gym, sitting right in front of me. Let me introduce you to Terrence. Welcome. Man, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, Terrence Price is his name. Um, Terrence and I got to meet each other during the development of the patios here in Frisco. Yep. And through that journey, I've got to realize we have a lot more connections outside of business. It's our faith, um, kind of our mindset behind business. Um, And so if you don't mind kind of sharing, not as much about Maker's Gym, but kind of share what's your story, who are you, what's your background, and uh, kind of everything that got you up to the Maker's Gym adventure. All right, I'll try to keep this short, man. Yep. No. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Terrence Price. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, originally. Um, I've bounced around a little bit before getting to getting to the DFW, um, Frisco area. And, yeah, I mean, I think growing up, I mean, growing up, I was always a kid that was drawing a lot, designing things. Um, got to high school, started taking computer classes, ended up really figuring out how to translate that into computer design end up winning national competitions in the new in new york in high school wow. for design place like six in the nation in design in high school so i was like all right i need to figure this thing out i was playing sports and things like that as well right but i was like it's something here and from that point i was just like all right let me let me keep putting energy into this i went i went to school and got a degree in design um, from the University of Memphis, and while I was while I was in my hometown, yeah. um, but from there, man, I that turned into an internship in one of the top agencies in the world, uh, Ogilvy and Mather. So yeah. in New York, so I ended up moving up there, stayed there for about six years, and then through there, I met my wife in New York. Yeah, she was in fashion design, right? So that we had this whole thing of creativity connection there and creativity. And so I ended up leaving my agency to help build her fashion brands. That's amazing. Um, so we ended up doing some major productions there without um, without the ton of the overhead that we were normally doing advertising because you have the agency fees and all this stuff, right? So, um, But based on the connections I built, we were able to do large, pro- large projects and productions, like working with... Um, world champion boxers to be the face of one of her lines and all of that showing in Paris, New York, LA. Like we've been, we've been bouncing around doing some cool things. Um, But from that, I just noticed there's a major gap between um, the corporate creative world or people who have a ton of connections by being in that industry on a professional level Mm -hmm. and everyday creators who just don't have access to that right so it's not necessarily a talent thing it's usually just access 
and know-how and training, right? So, yeah. and that was one of the things that inspired what we do here at Maker's Gym, just like kind of bridging that gap for small businesses and everyday creators, right? Very cool. Making creating more affordable and accessible. Um, so that's what inspired that. And so while I was in New York, I had the idea, put it on paper, 2016. Wow. Told my- uh, I didn't realize that long ago. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at buildings then and in uh, Brooklyn, we were going to, we were looking at a check cashing place and wow. about a Barclays that an old, it was closed down. It was like right next to the Barclays Center, one of the highest traffic places in New York. Right. And um, so if we'd have got that, if we <laughs> probably would have grew too fast for the amount of um, things that we had to test out here. Right. Um, but this is why this is our beta test. We came down here to do our beta test, you know, so. Well, Maker's Gym, that, that, that's the part that amazes me is the technology mm-hmm. which we'll, we'll get get to that yeah but one thing i want to say kind of backtracking uh it, it's amazing i think the what made me just uh really like man i gotta hang out that dude i remember going home I, talking to my wife i'm like this guy terrence i need to go hang out with this guy <laughs> and i've been texting you like hey let's go grab a drink let's go drink a margarita we try to figure it out and yeah. still hasn't happened so i, I yeah. but you showed up for the podcast so yeah. um but you had a funny little story back in Nashville. You were in a music video, and I thought this was pretty cool because I, when I was in Lubbock, mm-hmm. I helped manage Lecrae. Oh, and yeah. Lecrae uh, is a Christian rapper, for those that might not know. Yeah. Um, and I just loved him because we used to do the, throw these events on Friday nights called Midnight Ministries. Uh-huh. And literally at midnight, we'd even get football players showing up in football season at Texas Tech. But we would have people show up at midnight. We would... Uh, worship, uh, have some spoken word, um, and just whatever the night was, we just had a good time uh, spending with the Lord and people that we fellowship with and went on to your next Friday, you know, going into Saturday, go to the football games or whatever. But Lecrae, before anyone knew who he was, was a part of 116 Click. Yep, yep. And he was like, hey, man, these are a lot of people here. Can you help me, like, promote my my stuff out here in Abilene and in Lubbock and you know far west Texas, so that's yeah. where I came in, okay. helped out with him and a guy named Masai Guttahun. Yeah, um, but tell us a little bit like uh, in our conversation, you were in a music video. Yeah, so there was a period where Lecrae and the one once his click they came and moved to Memphis for a little bit, mm-hmm. and so and then I also was familiar with them because we um, a lot of the youth groups that I was in, we went to Kids Across America okay. in uh, Golden, Missouri a lot. It's like a big Christian camp, oh, yeah. sports camp, and all of that stuff. Just crazy energy, right? So um, we were familiar with Lecrae there, and he had a lot of he would come there and do different things as well. Yeah, but when he moved to Memphis. Uh, he shot a music video, the uh, Jesus music video. Right. Um, and so I was one of the kids, one of the teens that was like in the video <laughs> with like the white shirts, uh, just walking across the court or leaning on the fence. Um, Always been the cool cat, man. Man, like you, it's. <laughs> I was like, it's it's a it's crazy to think about looking back, you know, looking back on it because like he's so like it's so much bigger now right you know, no he doubt. was big he was still big then but like now he's like different level big but it's, it's pretty big when you're a christian rapper or just mm-hmm. a christian anything yeah and the secular world looks to you for inspiration yeah that's pretty amazing it is 100 percent. so you're in that music video leaning back on the fence just, <laughs> just looking good for the video right man i didn't know what else to do i just said the camera's on me so just try to look cool look cool that's yeah. all i was saying to myself man look you do cool. a good job of that <laughs> um now 
We talked about you mentioned your your background in advertising, yeah, and uh, specifically design. Mm-hmm. So, what would you think? You know, kind of getting into the topic of business marketing advertising. What what was your like, and maybe still is your strength? Because people don't realize there's so many different divisions and sectors within marketing and advertising. Yeah. So, kind of what was your specialty um, that got you that amazing job in New York? Um. A couple things. So when I got to New York, well, one, my my title, my role was art director, right? So, um, but when I got to New York, I was actually in one of their Ogilvy's entertainment division. And so they were, I got exposed to a ton of content, commercial film content or short series that they were pitching. And I was building out like these massive decks or helped them pitch new business for NASCAR. It was NASCAR's first um, one of the, they didn't have a brand, an ad agency before. Really, and okay. I was uh, on a team that actually helped pitch that business for for Ogilvy, and one of the first art, uh, one of the first art directors to work on that brand um, overall. That's amazing. But, but as far as my specialty going in, uh, so in school, I knew that one just flat flat design. Mm-hmm. or uh, static design wasn't necessarily going to carry me so far. You know, it it has its foundation design in general. I believe it's a foundation to pretty much everything. So the right. only way I could come and build this space and or do floor plans or um, to, to build tangible 3D spaces. Um, but in school, I also almost minored. I was like a class or two short from minoring in computer science. Mm-hmm. So I was developing. I, was, I would design a website and I would develop it. Um, and I would make it move. I would before parallax was so common and websites doing it automatic. I was doing parallax. I was programming p- the websites to parallax and layers. Okay. Um, and so this, I was doing these things out of college and was doing them for brands. Okay. Um, and th- things that they were hired teams for. I was doing these and like there. I was just thinking. Like, Wait, think. you just did like we were normally hire a whole like development team to do this, but you just translated your whole design and made it actual functional and we can actually go sell this now were you like at late at night and youtube trying to figure out how to do that no it was just it was just stuff i i put it on my schedule in college i knew i knew um development um and code and computers was kind of like the future so and that's the thing you know my background is uh marketing and advertising as well Mm -hmm. my strength is more strategy branding Mm -hmm. so it was in a sense a creative director um, how to connect my design team yeah. to the consumer and help them figure out you can't just draw a picture like and, and there need, there's some strategy behind that right yeah, 100%. and that was my my strength and people didn't realize as when I got that first job even marketers like nowadays you have to have a background in not just design and just marketing but also programming and how mm-hmm. to make it uh, you know video and photography. It's been, so it sounds like you were kind of ahead of your time having more a true background of, or you're well more diverse in what you were doing. Yeah, and I think that, um, so being exposed to content, short film series, commercials, web, print, yeah. all these things, that's the beauty about working, creating and advertising. It's hectic. It's a right. hectic environment to work in. You have to... Special people where I feel like you have to be have a you have to have thick skin and have to have a certain level of determination and persistence to work in that type of environment, especially in New York, is pretty cutthroat. Oh yeah. Um, but being at having to work across all of these mediums, I think is 
for me and my personality is was like heaven because yeah. like I get to carry a design system and tr- transform it into all these different work, like storyboard storyboard a commercial, um, then film the commercial, That's then you have to to shoot to uh, prep decks for your photography campaigns and then art directors the the shoot, you know these are things that like. The, the insights that a lot of people don't get to see. Right. But that's the thing that's so filling, uh, yeah. to be able to not just touch everything. The value, and I think, in creating is your mind, right? So and a lot of times people want to touch, touch everything. Mm-hmm. But the the real value is the, your mind because when you scale to a certain point, you're not going to be able to touch everything. But you should be able to communicate a valuable idea to a team, and they should be able to come out even better because you have, your team around you that's even better than you that's, that's so, profound i mean that's the thing with our business people think of us as a t-shirt company mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we are a glorified marketing agency that just happens to put our stuff instead of on a billboard yeah. or in a commercial on t-shirts but we also do our all of our in-house we do our photography our design uh yeah. mckenna on the other side of this camera right now uh she does a lot of our video work and, and production and content curating yeah um so you fast forwarding from where you were to where you are now mm-hmm. uh, and all this this information you're providing, do you have any advice for like, aspiring yuppies that are wanting to get into the creative space? Um, if you could give some advice to that creative trying to make it maybe in that industry or trying to do their own thing, create their own little boutique yeah, you know, uh, business or whatever – yeah, what what advice might you have? Um, I think I think there's a lot of times we like to, to as creators, we like to initially just create the first thing that comes to mind. Like, oh, I'm going to make this. Um, and that's fine, right? You know, you do these things that like this kind of like more hobby based or whatever. Um, but I'm hesitant to even say hobby based cuz you know people like I'm passionate about this thing, right? Yeah. But I feel like in order to really take your ideas seriously, in order to really give your ideas a chance to to flourish, take the time to truly concept not just what you're creating, but like the why behind it. And then don't create based on your resources that you, or your knowledge that you currently have. Dream big. Right. Dream big first and then figure out how to get there. Yeah. Then that's where your faith comes in, right? That's where your that's where your you know believing in the unseen comes in because now you get to you get to create and build, lean on God for a little bit. You know what I'm saying for a lot of bit. Oh yeah. You know, but then figure out how to get there later. If you creating based on what you have at your own at your resources now, right? You know, you, you it's not far you can go. Right. You know, so that's the that's the beauty about dreaming big first, concepting, planning your why, and then attacking, yeah. and then creating. So. So I always like bringing things back to sports. Yeah. Because I, I was more an athlete. It's funny, I, I'm married to a, a beautiful creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife, Hillary, is uh, definitely the better half of our family. Uh, she was a professional photographer. Her was an art major. She even, when she was in private school growing up, it was, uh, it was kind of sport, uh, directed towards the arts. Mm-hmm. And so, and then of course my team are all a bunch of creatives. My business partner is an artist. It's funny looking back in high school and middle school and even college, almost everyone I dated were women uh, or girls or whatever of uh, an artistic background. So I was like, man, I've always been attracted <laughs> to creatives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my mind still is an athlete. And 
before I used to go, pl- I used to play uh, competitive soccer. Okay. And before I would go on that field, I would just picture what I was going to do. Yeah. I would picture myself scoring goals. I know it's weird. No. But I put on my, my music, whatever it was. It was probably like Notorious B.I.G. or Tupac. Yeah. I, I don't know what. Yeah. But I would just listen and get ready, and I would visualize where I wanted to go. Yeah. 100%. And I always tell my team, like, good leadership, good management is is knowing and defining where you are. Mm-hmm understanding and learning from your past yeah but you got to have a vision of where you want to go 100%. so you could build that bridge to get there yeah um so with that analogy of sports and of course management leadership i think one of the biggest things i've learned with all the artists i've been with yeah is they get in a moment where of fear mm-hmm. timidness um self-doubt yep insecurity and it's like man i'm not good enough yeah uh, I and I've dealt with this with my wife, even my business partner. I mean, there's always a moment like, okay, I designed that. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. Yep. And they might be like, ah, I don't know. Like, what what differentiated you? Like, if that's one of the biggest obstacles of self doubt, insecurity, having that faith to take a step forward, like, what can creatives do to overcome that obstacle? Man, um, it's gonna get real preachy real fast. Uh, yeah. Probably. It's but, all good. So most of I grew up probably until I was like 16, 17. I was like pretty much my only child. And my, my parents are having kids. I got like four siblings now. So <laughs> after that. But um, but for the most for most of the time, I lived in a space where I was in my own head all the time. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to self-doubt, fear, and all that stuff like that, it's really just reckon, I, for me um, – recognizing where that comes from right yeah. so understanding that like you know god is of love power and a sound mind you know there's no space for you know fear doubt you know because yeah. then now you're you're eliminating faith you're eliminating hope you're eliminating a sound mind you that's not obviously it's not of god right right um and so one of the things that even even before we close walls like some of the verses that we put in the walls around the space and specifically in my office is Philippians four, eight, which talks about, um, only thinking of things of good report, um, like the good news, right. The pot, keeping your mind in a positive state, because if you recognize that, like, Hey, this doubt, like this, not, this ain't for my God, <laughs> you right, know, right. this is not for me. This is not, this is anything that's in this state. Like I can't stay in that because I'm like, I'm like, I'm out of, I'm not in the right place. Right. You know, so um, that doubt is not coming from that's only me or the enemy, you know. Yeah. Um, Amen. And it ain't no it's no room for that. And so that's where I would say you have you have control of your mind and your thoughts. You know, we we're human. You have initial thoughts, but you can also you can also revert. You can also block like, hey, I'm not going to think on this. I'm not going to operate in this mindset. And yeah. so having have taken control of your mind and protecting your mind, um, right. putting putting yourself around positive people and positive things, I think is crucial, very crucial. And sometimes you're going to feel like you're by yourself, but you're not, you know, getting your quiet times, your prayer. Right. That's that is. That is when you talk about the things that we've been through and uh, within this space uh, <laughs> to get this space to where it is. Right. Like you, the level, the magnitude of the things that you may go through in life in general, it's going to get heavy as life. It's going to get heavy sometimes, but yeah. also those heavy times not meant for you to be depressed or sad. It's usually meant for you to draw closer to God. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, for <laughs> and sure. And so, but that is going to be your 
you have to understand that you can control your where your mind goes. No doubt. And and not make space for the negativity, yeah. you know. And so that's what's going that's what kept me going as a creator. And as you you're creating projects, again when you're built you have this big dream, but you don't know how to get there. As you're building the ladder to get there, you you have to operate on faith. You know, we're talking about the faith. Yeah. This is the unseen. So if you start to lean on yourself too much and then you get depressed because you're leaning on your your own self, that means you need, all right, yeah. let me let me revert because it's not just me. You work, you know what I'm saying, faith without works is dead, but you still got to have faith. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you're just working blindly. At, you know, it's still yeah. only on your own, your own will. So. Well, I think, well, one – Good message that mm-hmm. you could you could have a Sunday morning service just on that message because yeah. even me as a more of a CEO manager kind of mindset I, I'm far from the create I, I feel like my art is marketing yeah. and branding uh, and tailoring a story mm-hmm. but I'm definitely not the curator of that you know that's yeah. why I have an amazing team around me that can create that for me um, but even I even till this day there's self doubt and there but. That's the beauty in the process yeah. is when you get on top of that mountain and you can look back and see what you came through and yep. went through to get there. It makes it all worth it. Yep. And so, you know, for y'all listening, uh, I think so far with Terrence, some things that you've learned is, um, you know, it's uh, there, there's beauty in the process. You're going through adversity. You're going to go through struggles, but you've got to have faith. You got to believe in yourself. But I think the biggest thing I heard is you got really got to protect your mind. Mm-hmm. And I need to hear that because. Yeah. I mean, things that you listen to, shows that you watch, uh, decisions that you make yep. uh, with it financially, uh, with relationships, with people, with technology. I mean, every little thing can cloud that brain and every little thing like that can hinder your future or mm-hmm. where you want to go. Yep. Um, so protect your brain, protect your mind. I love that. Now, it's evident you have an incredible past, mm-hmm. ups and downs, but it's gotten to where you're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about Maker's Gym. Like it's evident you've had some amazing experiences that has prepped you for the time that you're in. Yeah. So you kind of dabbled in it, but what exactly is Maker's Gym here in Frisco, and why is it special or a significant asset opportunity for other creatives in our area? Yeah. So Maker's Gym is we like to it's. We bring people home and say, "Oh, it's similar to a co-working space." With this, is, but we yeah. we coined the term uh, co-creation space. It's good. It's like our best uh, way to bring it all home. But basically, we have your we have your recording studios, your sound stages, your photography studios, your editing bays, podcast rooms, yeah. and then you have your co-working. You have your conference rooms, your meeting rooms, but they're all designed and themed after different creators. So every inch of this space is meant to inspire you. And then also excel your business and your creating process. Um, So, man, yeah, we're we're here to inspire and make creating accessible and easier um, and more affordable. And so that's one of the things with creators and small businesses. You find that there's an inconsistency a lot with with creatives. Oh, for sure. And I think it's not necessarily because, oh, we're creators and we aren't organized. I think a lot of times this stuff is expensive. Oh, for sure. You know, like, all right, if I want to shoot photography, like use a studio every every day, you know, or whatever, like that's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. Per, or if I want to get some photography equipment, a lens, some of the lens, cinematography lenses are 10000 20000 per lens. Right. 
average Joe not doing that. Yeah. So we're here to make that easier. Podcast make equipment easier. like we're on right now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Maker's Gym. Yeah, it's 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 a and so like where we are in the day and age we're in, content is everything, creating is everything. Um and I think people the world is is realizing it. Yeah. And so we're just trying to make it easy for people. Right. You know, so one thing I th- you know, my wife, of course McKenna, our team that I don't really use it outside of like a workspace, I'm not gonna lie. That's fine. And too. and the complimentary yeah. beverages that if when, with your <laughs> membership I like getting that beer, one my yeah. one beer a day or whatever. <laughs> Or the peppermints, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if they're ever gone, that's my fault. I apologize. <laughs> but I think it's just amazing how when you rent out a space, mm-hmm. you get a code to the locker, mm-hmm. and you get all the equipment that's associated with that, you know, photo shoot room or whatever it is. And yeah. it's really cool when you're walking down the hall, heading to that, you know, that studio to do a photo shoot. You see, like, I think it's okay to say it, but, like, do perfect guys coming out. or oh, like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. kind of celebrities that to, yeah. to me you know i was like man like this I mean, this they're, place they're is, big. <laughs> is creating helping others that are big time create million dollar creative right like 100%. youtube videos and whatever it is and uh it's pretty incredible that you've brought this to frisco yeah because i know frisco has a desire to be sport city usa mm-hmm. and art city usa yeah but the thing is what i think is the most um, overlooked asset to the city is Maker's Gym. Wow. Because you have the source or the location where people can come and create. Yeah. Because wow. if you don't have the place of worship, mm-hmm. if you don't have the place of gathering of the people of the creatives, yeah, it, it's worthless, right? And yeah. and you have gathered that uh, or created that where you know people can gather and create. And you know I think uh, kudos to you because oh, I have a little small cement box store mm-hmm. and i know how hard it was to be, have the vision and visualize and create just our little space mm-hmm. how to hang shirts i mean when you walk into this place how it's so beautiful the colors the smells i know your better half your wife helped do a lot of that yeah she she uh we worked together on some things but she's a full interior designer now yeah like in that time like we I kind of threw her into the fire. She yeah. was like, <laughs> we were yeah. in um, in our meetings with, the, with our architects yeah. and talking through the floor plans and like the design inspiration and things like that. And they were like, yeah, with the interior decorating and or the, the finish outs of the rooms, uh, we that's going to cost you X, Y, Z. I was like, no, nah, my wife got it. Yeah. And we were sitting in the board. She was like, what? Okay. All right. And okay. She just took it on and like, now it's a whole business for it. Right. Like she's doing like big homes and That's like massive homes and like she's, she's killing it. Isn't it cool to see things along your journey that when you get to where you're at today, you look better like, wow. Okay. All those things, even that woman you married helped prepare you to where you're at right now. Yeah. Like if you didn't have all those things, you would not have been able to do what you've done here in Frisco. A hundred percent. And I tell her this to this day. I was like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to properly lead. And I think so. I think learning how to continuously learning how to lead my marriage is helped me to be able to communicate to my team better. Right. To lead my team better, to be to have grace, to have, you know, all of the things that are like, you know, that are key in leading a healthy, a healthy home. You know, I think still kind of translates into how you lead your 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 team and your sure. and the people that are here to further your vision as well. So, um, I, I thank her for that all the time. I was like, you know, I wouldn't be able to lead without you, right? Yeah. 
because I was like, I, I came from being in a New York environment. Like, communication is probably the most unhealthy form of communication for all New Yorkers. Yeah. And so, like, everybody's impatient. Everybody's short and blunt. I like the bluntness because I'm like, all right, at least I know what I need to fix, you Put know. But not everybody functions like that, yeah. you know. And so being able to have um, a sense of gentleness mm-hmm. um, in, in, your, in my leadership, whether it's marriage or – or in a, in the business, I think has definitely been been from being married to her. So, yeah. well, I think for myself, honestly, and my team knows this because they they they're just my wife's full time with our company as well. So, like mm-hmm. when we're having a bad day, they all see it and hear it, and they know it. Yeah, uh, there's no hiding fr- from it. But is uh, I think most CEOs, owners, managers, leaders uh, tend to uh, overlook their family mm-hmm. and put all their time and focus into their people, their team or their business. Yeah. Um, and you got to first stop and take care of yourself and your family, 100%. your relationship with God yep. before you can ever get to, uh, the success of your business. hundred percent. And so, uh, protect your mind, protect your family, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think are three key elements I've walked away with today. Yeah. Um, now, one thing a lot of people on this podcast might not know is you and I serve on the board of Melody of Hope. Yep. And we've had Charlie and Ashley on a podcast before. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what Melody of Hope is, go find the podcast. I'm not sure the episode, but it's with Charlie and Ashley Miller when we talk about nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, to summarize it, it's all about our faith. Yep. Providing hope to people, mm-hmm. but all through music. All through music. And yeah. we mentioned Lecrae. Of course, Maker's Gym is such a great place for music. Yep. Melody of Hope. But I think one of the cool things, I, I've said this to you all the time, it's Thursday nights, twice a week, <laughs> twice a month. It, it's the coolest thing the going down yeah. uh, is open mic night. Yeah. And not only is it a cool thing, you got some big name people rolling in there playing. So what is open mic night? What was your vision behind it? And... uh like, just how did that get created? Man, um, open mic night for us is, is, I think, well, I'll say this. There's open mic night is not, open mic night is not new to any city right. or anything like that. I think the difference between ours and everybody else's is that our stage is creators first, right? Yep. It's not a restaurant who just have a stage inside or a bar who just wants some live music or yeah. whatever, right? This is, we've created an environment and a stage for creators to come practice and express their crafts. Yeah. And so that is a that is high level what we are. Uh, going into the details, we, um, we're we hosted by Erica Badu's band, RC and the Grits. And, you know, they're, they're amazing. And so RC, he's bringing in all types of, like, musicians and things like that who are traveling the world, yeah. like, playing for some of the biggest names that, you know, average people don't know. They come and listen to all this great music and really don't realize that who they're listening to most yeah. of the time. Um, but no, we've just, just gone back to the stage, man. We've had music, musicians. We've had magicians. <laughs> we've had um, com- comedians, poets. We've had the whole night, like people are coming. It's literally an open mic night. Yeah. We go from, we've had worship sessions in there. We've had all types of music. Like everybody is, um, it's really a place to come express what you're, what you're working on at that moment That's or cool. just what you want to get off your chest. We've had some people that went through some heavy stuff and their therapy was literally to come sing about their mom that just passed. Yeah. 
And afterwards, people were able to go. This was like probably one of the moments I'd never forget. Like she was like breaking down, crying in the middle of singing. And a group of women went and prayed with her after, wow. afterwards. And it was like, like that was one of the moments that I was like, yeah, like this, this is, this is something special. This is beyond me, you know? Right. And um, it's all beyond me. I'm just, I'm just a guy that's trying to make, <laughs> just trying to, you know, affect lives positively. Yeah. But no, like moments like that is, it's, it's amazing. We've had engagements. We've had like oh, wow. people propose after sing to their girl, like to their <laughs> girlfriend at the time, yeah. and propose at the end. Like it's it's been it's been some fun moment, like fun moments yeah. that that we've been able to experience there. I've loved it. In one day, it was actually the last session I was at. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel weird sometimes because I roll in by myself. I don't really come in with my wife, my friends, because my wife. Um, is always at home taking care of the kids because mm-hmm. she's awesome like that and allows me to come, you know, and have a good time here on Thursday night. Um, and I don't want to bother you because you're kind of working. And uh, so I just kind of sit there on the stairs myself. But it, it, there's a moment where I look to my right and there's two of my former students. Really? That I taught at Liberty High School. Wow. And now he's like a music manager or something. I'm not sure what he's doing. Wow. Uh, but he's like there looking pro- more professional, doing better than I am in life, you know. <laughs> I look up, I see you and your brother-in-law um, you know, I, I look to the left and I see uh, two people that sing at my church. They're on the worship wow. team. Wow. And then I look to the right. I see this guy I've seen on KXT, the local radio station, and he's a hip hop artist and yeah. doing real well. Yeah. Uh, it was just like a moment of like, where can you find the diversity, especially in Frisco, yeah. right here in one's place? Yeah. It's kind of like that movie, uh, you know, if you build it, they'll come. Yeah. And you built it and they're coming. Exactly, and, and the people are driving from Fort Worth, Dallas. You have Erica Badu's uh, the, their band. I mean, like that's amazing. Yeah, and I, I sit on the board of uh, it's the music friendly city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's through the uh, state of Texas. Yeah, um, but I'm with the city trying to visit Frisco, trying to help curate a an environment for uh-huh. the city uh, to have a lot of music. Yeah, and again, it goes back to I think. The, I love the underground. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that Midnight Ministries yeah. with Lecrae and Tadashi and things like that. Like, yeah. like I love that underground culture yeah. that you can get a taste of something that isn't everywhere. Exactly. And that that's where it's going down here on Thursday night's Maker's Gym. Yes, sir. And so kudos to you for putting that together. Um, I know we're getting short on time, um, but I, I do want to kind of bring this all back together. Uh, we, we've gone through... Uh, your history and your life. And uh, I think there's a lot of things I've learned about you today that I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as a, now a owner of a business mm-hmm. leading people, what has been a learn? Cause you went from working for an agency mm-hmm. to now having a team of, of people yeah. that have to show up and get the job done Exactly through the good and the bad and the ugly. When yeah. it's storming and hailing outside, they got to roll, they got to show up. When things aren't going the way we want it in our, you know, like there's no parking or, you know, whatever it might be like, yeah. you show up and you get the job done. What are quick tips of leadership, ownership that you might have that, uh, that you've learned through this process? Um, and I threw that at you. I know. No, it's fine. Um, and like I said, I'm still learning and growing myself, but I think in just the season I'm in, it's it's really all about making sure being a, an example of accountability right yeah. so as a leader as a head of a team 
something's going wrong or something is not working right or somebody's not doing just if if something is not right it's a reflection of you right you know a lot of times people be like oh no this person did just get them out of here or this uh-huh. i'm like but did you did you edu- did you properly prepare them for for their job did you get, you know what i'm saying like looking at your looking at yourself first is for sure. Is analyzing yourself first as a leader and accountable and holding yourself accountable first before going to your team before like pointing fingers at your team. Yeah, I think is is key. It's something that I've been trying to continuously practice because this is on one location. If I can't hold myself accountable, or if I can't uh, analyze what I'm doing right or wrong for my team, right. Um, how can they do that, right? Yeah. And so if you're talking about scaling, I'm like, yeah, we have to, we're trying to build SOPs. We're a small business. And we're always, we're trying to build operations and all of these things. So if something is wrong, my first thing is like, okay, what I do, what I do, what I need to fix or adjust to properly prepare them to do their job right. Right. If I did all I can to prepare them for their job right and they're not doing it, then all right, then, then, then we can address you. For right? sure. But a lot of times with small businesses, um, or at least I'll say from my perspective and, and how we're the scale we're trying to grow at the pace we're trying to grow, right. you have to hold yourself accountable and make sure that you're pre- you're preparing your team and leading your team properly first before right. before going to them and like, oh, you're not doing X, Y, Z. So that's kind of, I think, just accountability in, in making sure that um, – we're we're holding we're on point as leaders for sure. Whether that's mentally, uh, with the quiet times, making sure do we have we have our tank filled so that we can pour have enough to pour into others and encourage the team. Yeah. Um, but then also on the professional side as well. So, I think that's the message I need to hear right now. Is mm-hmm. is uh, I need to unplug and fill my own cup before I start leading my team to try to fill into them because uh, is. It's, uh, Katie and uh, McKenna are in this room right now. They know like there's some days like I kind of like snap and I'm angry and mad and, mm-hmm. and you know a little bratty and it's because I haven't taken time to disconnect and fill myself up first. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very important as a leader, manager, parent, hmm, you yeah. know, spouse. Yeah. I mean, in, in everything, you yeah. know, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. Yep. Uh, before you can start trying to take care of others. Um, and I, one thing I admire most about you, I've never shared this. But the other day we were uh, standing outside Roller Town, mm-hmm. and uh, of course here uh, over at Lafinca, just give a little a little shout outs right there to places we like. Oh but, yeah, Lafinca. Um, yeah. But anytime we talk about bringing up drama, mm-hmm. issues that might be affecting our our spaces yeah. or things in our city or community, um, never once have you blamed someone. Yeah. You're very quick to silence mm. you don't gossip at least with me you, yeah. you don't talk about others yeah. and you've always stopped and evaluated yourself first and said hey i'm not really worried about why that happened all i all, all you've ever said is you're, you're focused on what you can do to get ahead yeah. and move forward yeah. uh, and i admire that in you because that that tells you you're a man with the right heart and wow. so wow. you know I, i'm sure your staff is very lucky to have you 
Um, they might say otherwise on some on the bad days. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you got to ask them. I hope, yep. I hope they love me. <laughs> but but you sound like an, an amazing man to to work for. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you being with us today. Um, I guess as a as a sign off, is there anything else on your mind you want to share before we uh, cut this off? No, I think I appreciate you saying that. That that means a lot. I mean, it's not. I mean, I hadn't even thought about that, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it means a lot to hear because, um, I guess, yeah, it was just that caught me off guard. It means a yeah. lot to hear, man. Yeah. Um, I think as far as, I mean, if I had one last thing to say is that like, I'll just talk about our tagline, "Made to Create." It's just, just encouraging. We are we're all made to create. It's um, it's in our genes. If we're made in the image of God, we're made in, in the image of the original Creator. We're it's our responsibility we have we all have gifts yeah we all have gifts right we have a responsibility to to nurture and grow those gifts and create in whatever form that looks like it doesn't have to be with a camera it doesn't have to be with music i love it can it. be in business it can be in writing it can be whatever um we're all made to create and just know what your identity and whose you are and and live in that and then i think that's the confidence that we need as a people to to really excel I love it. Um, in whatever area of life that is. So. It's outstanding. Yeah. I appreciate you joining us today. Yeah. Um, this is Terrence Price, Maker's Gym. And uh, if you have a moment of time, please share this podcast with your friends. We would love to get the word out because there is some good content in this today. Uh, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Find us on Twitter. And, of course, go check out Maker's Gym as well yep. and give them a, a follow if you like. So yes, thank you all so much. Have a wonderful day. Yes, sir.